Toolbox Talk. Toolbox Talk. Toolbox Talk. Bloody hell, it's Toolbox Talk. So, Steve, you got a new car, eh? Fucking A, bud. Oh, what are you driving now? Oh, a nice old caddy. Ooh. France bacon. Does she go fast? Oh, she's fucking (laughs) giving her. Yeah, she fucking flies, bud. Yeah, she goes fast. Did it come with the, uh, the dual wing mode where you can take off and fly? No, uh, I didn't get uh, that option. I didn't splurge. That was so. another $2 million. <laughs> that was an extra $2 million. Yeah, right on, right on. Yeah, she's nice though, eh? No, nah, she's nice. Yeah, I got that XT6. It's the mom car, the fancy mom car really in the game. Grand <laughs> scheme of things, but it, it's nice. It's a little bit of fun, I have to admit. I like it. I like so, it. It's, it's like the mom vehicle where you can still have fun. That's how I look at it. And you got a tutorial, eh? When you when you bought the car, and they were showing showing you stuff. The guy sat in the car and said, "This is how you go forward. This is what this button does." Yeah, yeah, it, it does. Goes through, like through a lot of the technology and that kind of stuff, and the, the setup, because there's a, a lot of that technology to set up for the like Apple CarPlay and stuff. I uh, showed us that briefly. It wasn't big on us. I think it's more like we the, still have the car a, features. It's more of the car the features. Telemetry or not telemetry? The heads-up display and shit too, right? So yeah, you heads-up display. What else was there? There's like all the automatic lights, the automatic wipers, the uh, shit. There was a tons. Like there's the whole uh, there's profiles that you set up. It knows uh, your drivers, your fobs. I like that. That's it cool. Sets your That's really memory neat. seats and your mirrors. And you know what I'm the most jealous of? The fact that if you need an oil change, Cadillac drives to your house, takes your car away, and leaves you a caddy. Yep, that's, that's that's I'm so that, jealous. That's what sold that's me, man. I, like I'm, I'm sitting there. That was I, like I, them cradling my ball, <laughs> that, and then being like, "Oh, we got you, man." That is so. <laughs> that to me is so cool. I was just like, "Wow." It's the service. It was 100 yeah. percent the service yeah. over, because like, we went test drove a lot and priced out a lot and that kind of stuff. So we went and saw about 12 vehicles in that in that same category, also right. Yeah, a couple in the smaller, like the five seaters, just to see. We wanted that route, but we went with the seven seaters. Um, and it was the service. It was between the service between the Acura and Caddy that really changed that next level. But at the end of the day, the Caddy was a little bit bigger and more what we wanted. The MDX seemed a little older, like technology wise, mm-hmm. inside and that. It was a little post dated. Apparently, they're coming out with a new model next year, but. I wasn't waiting, so yeah, fair and the caddy fair was enough, yeah. right there. It, and the caddy was actually surprisingly the fastest one out of all of them. So, well, I think it, you couldn't you get the caddy years back with a Corvette motor in some of them. I think like the the V series, the, yeah, C, the CTX or CTS or whatever it was, yeah, CTS V and the ATS. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think the ATS you could only get a twin turbo V6 in it now. Only, though. only a twin only turbo, twin turbo for V6. the V series, right? Right. No, it's funny because you, you had that tutorial. When I bought I bought a new uh, 2019 GMC, yeah. they threw me the keys. Bye. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You were talking about that. I was like, really? Yeah, no no features. He's like, bye-bye. Just push the OnStar button before you leave, eh? Do me a favor. I was just like, oh. Do oh. you a favor? <laughs> I was like, okay, guy. Oh, yeah, just threw me the keys. I was like, what about the insurance? He's like, what insurance? I was like, that's my problem. <laughs> he's like, did they not give you insurance in your paperwork with the ownership? I was like, no. And he's just like, oh. Okay, I'll be back. <laughs> he's like, you should call your insurance guy. He's like, bye. And, just, <laughs> and I was just like, I was like, well, okay then. Quick and dirty. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy moly. 
No, but I bought the new uh, 2019 GMC yeah, GX31. She's, she's nice. She's yep. nice. I like the rims on that thing. It's nice. Good trade. I'm going to get rid of her in a year and a half. Yep. After the lease is up, get a new one. So I'm already yeah, looking to the lease? To yeah, I leased. Two-year lease? I did because I don't put enough kilometers on. That's so true. So I... A two-year lease is 40,000 kilometers. I had my my Ram for over two years, and I had 31,000 on it. Yeah. So for me personally, it made sense to lease. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to own anything. I know my mom was flipping out. She's like, that's a bullshit loan. That's a bullshit thing. You're never going to get any money out of it, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm going to get a new car every two years. It's good enough. It's like, not that bad in the grand scheme of things. When you, well, actually, you pay less if you per take month, the numbers, right? you I do, pay yeah, less per month, I do. and then then financing. Yeah, if you look at less. the numbers, if you wanted to buy a car, let's just say if you wanted to buy and finance a new car, and then you went and did a lease, and let's just say you're gonna want to buy a new car every five years, okay? People go in the hole every time. You're, you're not gonna make money. No. It's about the same. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, on the lease. You're not doing any maintenance, and it's all covered. And the best that was the, the best part. Yeah, yeah. And, and the best and the best thing for me too is like, well, like Steve and I. That's why we probably haven't been recording as much as we should because Steve, we're, I'm having a kid. Yeah, you're, you're having a kid. Yep. Right, and so I've had to do work on the nursery. You've had you've built yours. Yeah. Uh, like we're we're doing a bunch of stuff and whatnot, and it's uh, it's it's been a bit of it's been and a bit crazy of time. hours at work. Too. Crazy hours Everything too. We're, up, we're coming man, into so. year end and whatnot, but like. Even even for me having a lease now, that means I'm always going to have a reliable vehicle for my kid. Hundred percent, that makes yeah. sense. Right, I'm gonna whenever totally. I'm on the highway, whenever I'm driving around, wherever I'm going to have a vehicle that I can rely on to not only get me there safely, but have the safety features required for kids and stuff like that. Like even my truck has has stuff that pops out of the back seat so that like baby seats can clip into it and stuff like that. Yeah. It's really, I didn't even know those are things. I was nice. like, what the hell are those? So I put I put straps in there for now, but eventually it's gonna you know right, yeah, hook yeah. up to the baby seat and stuff yeah. like that. So like you know what for for me it makes sense. And let's face it, who keeps their cars now for seven to nine years? And that's where it's going anyway. Vehicles are so expensive that people can't afford to finance them very much anymore for it's not, five it's years. It's not affording it, I find. But, but it, it is, just... though. Most people can't afford that 800 to to $1,000 payment on a vehicle. I just can't justify it. Right? It is. It's totally it is. super Most people can't. No. Like we we I know, we know people that have got stuff. rid of cars that are $500 a month. Right, yeah. that they can, yeah. they can't afford to yeah. pay them, and 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 that's fine. Yeah. But nobody really owns vehicles for seven, eight, nine years anymore, and that's how long they're almost encouraging you yeah. to take your payments yeah. out on. Because yeah. it's, it's like, hey, like even GM, I bought one, or sorry, I leased one. Yeah, you know what? They're great cars. They're great trucks. I swear to God, they have a twenty percent markup on every other truck brand out there. Mm-hmm. Why I don't know. But it makes financing them super difficult because my truck out the door was almost seventy grand. Mm-hmm. It's nuts, ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. No? Right now, granted, you get your stuff off. My trade in helped and crap like that. But like, but still, like that's crazy, right? So no, no, I I totally understand, man. Like you, you lease two as well, right? Yeah, I lease two, so I'm with the. It, it, I went with a three year lease big thing was i don't want to replace brakes because that's the one thing that's not really maintenance stuff isn't covered other than so they cover like oil changes and wipe lays and that mm-hmm. kind of shit right they don't cover brake changes right and right. i'm like ah, okay sixty thousand instead of doing eighty thousand they covered it bumper to bumper though still for four years so i was like oh i could go that extra little bit but i'm like why it was a five dollar difference a month yeah, i was like 
I wasn't going down to the two year because it was about a hundred dollars extra a month. I was like, not worth that. But uh, which is weird because mine was cheaper. My two year lease was cheaper than the three year lease, and I don't maybe know why. Because the sell back, right? It depends on yeah. It it's yeah. their leasing yeah. and how their resale kind of values are, and that's because they, they make send it, it to work, the states. Right? So. They're gonna send mine to the states when I'm done with it. Right. Someone's gonna be really happy with a nice Pickups. truck. Always hold their value, man. They, they, do, they yeah. hold their value for. And you know, I was super term. pumped too because when I went in there, I told them what I wanted for my truck, and I was like, "If you guys don't give me what I want, if you guys basically don't pay it off, yeah, yeah. I'm walking." And yeah. so the guy comes back. He's like, "We're gonna only give you this much," and I was like, "Bye bye." He's like, "Hold on, hold on." He's like, "Really?" I was like, "Yeah, bye." I told you that. Bye bye. He's That's like, the first be- thing I said when I walked in the door. <laughs> he's like, he's like, all right, give me a second. He's like, we're not gonna lose a deal out on two thousand bucks or three thousand bucks, however yeah. much it was. He's like, you got yourself a deal. I was like, perfect. But in order for you to make that comment to someone, you have to be prepared to buy the truck after. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. So for sure. Yeah, like it's. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of curious to see how the lease goes. If if you know, see how it goes. Yeah, I like it. I haven't go. been disappointed yet. Exactly. That's how I look at it, right? And uh, that's the biggest thing is hopefully at the end of the whatever the month or or sorry the end of the term. It's a, it works out in our favor, and uh, we want to do it again. Yep. Because this is my first time leasing. I mean, I wanted to take a chance with it, too. So if it doesn't work out, I just won't do it next time. Yeah, and then if it does work out, then I'll keep going. <laughs> I told Sarah the next truck's a 2500 Duramax. <laughs> I Why? told my wife. I'm Why like, not? If they have a V8 series of this, I'm taking it. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't care. I don't care if it's an extra twenty thousand. We're getting. It. I don't care if it, if it's an extra two hundred a month in fuel. Yeah, we're doing yeah, it. We're doing it. Like the V six is nice, but a little bit more <laughs> wouldn't be bad. Yeah, she's cool, man. She's really nice. But that's yeah, the, that's the one thing when I that's the one car I didn't go test drive was the Durango because they have the SRT, which is the big Hemi uh, uh, V eight they have. But your wife didn't like the Durango, right? She didn't like the look at it. She didn't even want, like, humor me to go. That was the one place, Dodge. You guys should have bought the Tacoma. So. You should have bought the Tacoma. It's actually really nice. It's super nice. I'm working right across from the Chrysler plant, and everyone's got Tacomas in there. Really? Yeah. Chrysler plant? Oh, sorry, not Tacomas. The Dakotas. Yeah. Yeah. What? Durangos. Durangos. What the fuck? I think. (laughs) Which is the Dakotas? Dakotas are the Toyota pickup. No, no. The the Dakotas are the Dodge half truck. Yes. Tacoma is the... Toyota half truck. Toyota half truck. Yes. This is Wrangle we were talking about. The SUV. Yeah. Yes. Yes. (laughs) The bigger SUV. Yeah. Actually, the Caddy looked fucking nice. The Escalade. Yeah. In there, I was fucking looking at it. My old man's looking at one right now. It was like... They're like a hundred. They're they so be, expensive. They can be. Like they start at a hundred. Yeah, yeah. There you go. They started in the the nineties for the normal, and if you want the long version, they started at like one oh two or something My before taxes the, and the, all the, that. The Yukon XL too. I was like, <laughs> I, I actually sat in the Tahoe, the Chevy Tahoe. Isn't it nice? Fully loaded. They were trying to get rid of it for like eighty or something like that. I was like, I was trying to convince my wife. I was like, come on. <laughs> if, 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 if you could convince her to buy the Tahoe, you could convince her to buy a truck. They're not that different. I know, but she was like, "Absolutely not! It won't fit in the parking garage at work." Right? That's what she was biggest concern. Do they was not? Too. Would they? Would it not? No, it'd be fucking close. It'd probably touch the top. Okay, well, what about a Jeep Grand Cherokee? Those are nice. Oh, they're too small. You think so? Too small. Hmm. Too small. They're five seaters. We want it bigger. We want the extra cargo space in the back. Mm. Right. 
we don't really want the seats it's just the the massive that yeah, you put yeah, them down the and now trunk, you have yeah. a huge trunk now that was the biggest thing you go into the well, back of this, those this trunks is, and they're like a this, foot this is why you guys messed up should have bought a truck you yeah. could have got the tonneau cover. You could have had five foot no, seven. No, I would have got a full cap. <laughs> Whatever. I would have got a full cap, yep. eight foot bed. Could have got the cap. 2,500. <laughs> the, so the only problem with the cap is unless you get like a super expensive one. Not even a super expensive one. Unless you get like a more expensive one. It's tough to maintain it during the winter time and stuff with the snow and the you heated, mean like the leakage heated no, the heated back. And like you have to scrape it off and stuff like that. And even if you auto start your car, there can still be ice buildup on the back of the cap if you don't get the one that plugs in that heats for you to be able to see through your rearview mirror. So those, those, yeah, those, well, those are some of the... you look through your rearview mirror. Why are you your rearview mirror? I have a minivan. I don't... <laughs> My fucking limo, man. Yeah, yeah, but the option's there. The only reason you don't use your rear view mirror is because you can't. can't. <laughs> exactly. The option's there. Hey, is my, the mirror even installed? My, no. My, my big, my big <laughs> it's, it's weird because it's got all the plastic like there installed, but the mirror's been ripped off. Yeah. My big rig doesn't have a mirror either. The difference is, is it would that... It would have been nice to have the mirror. The, the check option, my teeth once in a while. The <laughs> option's there, but... Yeah, I don't know. Full, full caps are nice. I thought about it, but like having a tonneau cover, you just throw the shit under the full cap. You just put the crap in. It's nice. Yeah. You got the truck. You have all, you know, just friggin'. Get, get the roll-up one. The aluminum, like the hard yeah, roll-up one. So I thought about that. Nice. But, I, but I was wondering what happens when water build or condensation builds up in the gears and freezes when you try and roll it up. I don't think it's that. It's, it's oh, more like the, the interlocking. No, like no, no. I mean, like, rolled? what if snow goes on it, right? And then we have a little bit of a thaw and it gets into the, the actual mechanism and then freezes again. You're talking about the each rolls, each like as it goes across the bed like this. When it needs to start folding in, it won't. Fr- well, I'm talking about the gear that's right here, that that rolls with it. So in the actual oh, where it actually housing. rolls up in, that's what I'm wondering. Like, because I've heard from people that they're not that great in the winter time. No. Mm. So I, I don't know. I, I but, always thought about it hey, because it's basically the, like a garage the, door. Dude, yeah. the trifold wasn't good in the winter time, anyways. Because no, once trifold sticks. Because it's got the freezes. foam, right? Yeah. It's got that foam, like the mine was the weatherproofing good. Foam. I, I had a, I had a soft, I had the soft trifold. Mine was good. I found the weatherproofing. It would all get frozen to my yeah. bed, like if, or whatever the walls, yep. and it would fucking rip the fucking foam right yep, off. Yeah, I see that. I have seen that. Was, mine, mine was pretty good. I actually need to sell mine because my uh, my my tonneau cover for my Ram is about five inches too short for my Chev or for my GM. So yeah, yeah, put so, it on. Who cares? That's what I said. Throw it on. Put a little piece of plywood on the end. Should be fine. Yeah, paint a piece of plywood black. Throw it on there. Done. On the, I thought about is it. Eh? Is it short, like lengthwise? Or lengthwise. It, it's it's pushing <laughs> it widthwise. I had to fuck it. I had to fuck with it to get it. You to, played with it. Didn't oh yeah, you? I got it all installed. I was super pumped. Flip, flip. Five inches too short. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I should have measured this before. But I don't know. I'm thinking that I might. Uh, Why you should keep it? I might try. I, and... Honestly, put something there. I think I could. I could probably put something there. A little or piece. make it a twofold and put like a ca- like a tough box in. One of the guys at work did that. Yeah, I know. I've seen guys do that. I, I thought about doing that when I had my work truck. I thought about putting on my ton- my tough box and buying like a twofold tonneau cover. No, you cut your tonneau cover down to a twofold. <laughs> Okay, Steve. <laughs> Neck it up, bud. You need some aluminum? Maybe I can get some aluminum. Actually, if you can get me some aluminum that's black, I'll paint it. 
We can. I can get an apprentice to paint. Yeah. <laughs> get an apprentice to paint it. I, I need like give me like eight inches. And you're saying six inches. Yeah, but I want it to go underneath a little bit. Oh, so give me, give me somehow. Even 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 twelve inches. Whatever. Twelve and, by and then, what just, is it? By just, six? I don't know. Just cut, cut like six feet, and then I'll cut it when I get here. We'll tap on <laughs> it in. But then you're not gonna have a full paint, huh? You're gonna have, won't have a paint edge on it. No, I, I'm gonna what? bend it. Oh, you're gonna bend it, and down. then I'm gonna tap on it into the bed. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and then I'm gonna bring it back the, for the, the lease, the and they're gonna be like, lease. "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, it was like that." <laughs> no, I'll figure it PL out. Body. <laughs> I'll figure it out. I, I I think I I think if the worst thing you could or worst thing came to worst, you could actually just secure it to the uh, actual tonneau cover. Just put some beam clamps in, some C clamps, bend it down, put some C clamps on the inside. Done. Then you beautiful, can remove it. Beautiful new GM truck with some bullshit <laughs> on the back. Did you build that yourself? Fuck yeah. <laughs> you laugh, but I just saw someone driving down the four hundred seven with uh, what was it? They built a full cap. Out of plywood, particle board, I've seen that, hero. with a little door, hero. <laughs> on the back side. I want to be that I've guy. I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> you know I've, what I did? You know I had people, leftovers from the job. Yeah. <laughs> how many people build their own like uh, back racks and shit to oh, like yeah. carry ladders and stuff? But, like on their, steel ones? No, but like or? out of plywood. Oh my it's gosh! It's fucked. I like the back racks that uh, that they do that comes with like the Chev logo. Yeah, yeah, people they put look it on the back cool. of their chefs. I think those I think are pretty Canadian cool. tire sells those. Yeah, they're pretty cool. But I don't know. I gotta. I need to put a tonneau cover on it because wintertime I hate having the truck bed full of snow. That's yeah, really that's a pain in the ass. Especially when you're trying to, let's say, you're gonna get a stroller soon and you're gonna have to start moving that around. I mean, it's not till next year because you won't have the baby till next winter. But just throw it in the back of Sarah's car. Good luck, babe. Bye. <laughs> no, you're just like, yeah. See, I'm going for beers with Steve. <laughs> I need some time away from yeah. the kid. Yeah, work all day. Bye bye. <laughs> Could you imagine? I wonder why my wife left me. Jake, Jake and I are gonna get together with the kids. Yeah. And we're gonna be sl- smashing pints back, and the wife's the, gonna have to come pick us yeah, up. The, the, the girls are gonna be. We're gonna go to the, your house, and the girls are, or my house, and the girls yeah. are gonna leave with and go on a date together or yeah. whatever to get away from the kids, and we're just gonna sit here and get canned. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the babies? Well, last time we checked, they were in like. <laughs> okay. What's with all the smoke in here? I have no clue. Man. Did you smoke weed in the house while I was gone? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> what? So what if I did? So it's my it's my house. It's an infuser, man. Like totally. <laughs> Do whatever I want. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> I pay for these bills, don't I? Yeah. I, oh gosh, I dug a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well keep going. <laughs> Gonna get yelled at either way. <laughs> Don't we do that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh well, how's the uh, how's the job going, Steve? I know we were talking a little bit before the uh, before we started recording, but yeah, it was. Uh, I know the last few weeks since we haven't recorded, uh, it's been stupid busy between weeks of ten hours and. Like six days. Weeks of ten hours. Wow. Yeah, I wish. Must be a busy week. Ten hour weeks. No, six tens we were doing, oh. and then six twelves were the week after, and then six tens, and then now I'm doing oddball oddball shifts depending on uh, sub trades and that kind of stuff. So, of uh, so you're doing like your regular here and there, tens, and then whatever. But now this week's not so bad because we're kind of starting to feel the, the job take the pressure off a bit. I feel like uh, 
might have to work this weekend, which is disappointing. <laughs> but I, you I, I'm have to trying work to, this weekend. I hope not. Call in sick. I'm really hoping not. So. Calling dead. Yeah. I don't really want dead, to. Dead? I'll see you next year. <laughs> so. And at the same time, the shutdown season's coming around for the car plants. So they've been pushing all the guys. Apparently, like just our four, four plants car plants uh for our company they need like something close to like 135 electricians so that doesn't include all the rest of the trades that we need good luck bro so so are you guys are you gonna do your day job in the day and then go there no i'm not going (laughs) i i told them that i'm too busy on my site over christmas (laughs) and my site goes to a full brownout because it's bell so there you go. I got I got lots of paperwork to catch up on. For us, Bell so. shuts down, so we're we yeah. two you weeks. Get two weeks off. Yeah, brown out. Right? Yeah. So it's not bad. Kind no, of nice to have no a break. We'll, we'll see. They might call me the day before we're supposed to come back. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out laid off, and I'd be like Bahamas. <laughs> you're gonna be like, well, why didn't you just tell me two weeks ago? Then you could collect your UI quicker. Yeah, I know. You yeah. fuck faces, dicks. <laughs> they'll, lay, they'll lay us off they'll lay us off right before so they don't have to pay us vacation pay because we get our vacation payout in December yeah. lay us off before that and then we're pumped really? and they'll have to pay the vacation no, pay? no they would but yeah, they, they would, would. they have to pay your vacation I pay know. Yeah. So no matter the if they year. lay you off right? so you don't okay, this, is, this, your is, so, this, this is side pay, note yeah. Yeah. this is side note but it actually really started to grind my gears you should look at your pay stub and see how much you pay into EI every year Okay. Stupid, yeah. It's about seven it's or eight hundred bucks. Yeah. That's that's it. That's it. Yeah. Which is fine, right? I stopped having to pay into EI a while ago this year because of however much you put in. You, you stop <laughs> after, and then they don't tax you. But think about that for a minute, no, I'm right? Curious. Yeah, look at it's look fucking at, too look, much probably. Look at your pay stub. No, it's only it's that's not a lot. That's not even. Do, the, they, do we stop paying into it? I yep, can't remember. You do when you hit your cap, you stop. So if I look at my pay stub, uh, how do I do it here? If I look at my pay stub. Now we're all looking for our pay stubs. Oh, sorry. It's all good. Yeah, if you look at your pay stub here. So me. Yeah, so sixty twenty two. Yeah, that's that's what, that's what I do today. That that's what mine is. Cap so if you look at mine, yeah, mine's eight sixty twenty two, right? And that's what you cap out. Now keep that in mind. So you go on EI. How long can you go on EI for? 26 weeks so of those 26 weeks which is half a year which is half a year so you can go on for six months so of those 26 weeks out of your paycheck that you worked for that year you're only going to pay yourself two pays you're living off of everybody else yeah, but at the same time, right. how often do you go on? I mean, no, no it's me just wrong, still I did, bullshit. I used well, it as much as I. No, could, no, I know, but, but it's still bullshit. Because think about it like that, right? So, even if, even if, how long have you worked? You've worked for what five years? Mm-hmm. So oh, a little more, seven, right? eight, a little bit more. So, but you've gone on EI every year. You went on EI your first year. Yeah, I've went on EI three times. Right. Every time I've gone to trade school. Tra- trade school. So your first year, you're living off of everybody else that had that didn't go on EI. Mm-hmm. Right, so I hate that. That really pisses me off. I hate. Well, that. of course, because you're paying into this group fund that then is subsidized should by the government. Also, <laughs> should be a choice. Yeah. <laughs> I, should, I should be able to choose because I'm paying for other people to sit on their it's ass. Almost, I hate it, that. It should be a thing where it should be company wide. I think or companies 
should do that as part of benefit packages. Oh, and it shouldn't be like a federal thing? It shouldn't be a federal thing, I think. Right? But at the same time, then what happens when you get laid off from the company? The company doesn't want to fucking pay Well, at you, the right? same time, what happens if the company goes tits up? Yeah, exactly. So then you get screwed out of all that. So it's, it's I guess it's good for federal. But you got to remember, hate it. I look at EI as, yes, is a good thing. Should because be option. Because <laughs> those people are working class people. Whether they're not, they make good money or bad money, or whether they're good workers or not, but they are working class. So they put in their money. They have like, and it's based off of what you made. So it's it caps out fifty percent of, or like fifty or fifty five percent of fifty four thousand or something like that. So yeah, fifty four thousand is the highest point, and yeah. it's half of that, or fifty thousand, or fifty percent. Like what do you yeah. say, sixty percent? Yeah. Whatever so let's it say is. you only made thirty thousand. You only get fifty percent of thirty thousand. Yeah, I know. So you can only make fifty. So if you make over fifty grand, then Which you, you, you get. Which you know the, I think what is it? Average Canadian or Ontario wage is probably higher, but Canadian wage is probably close to thirty-five, thirty. Yeah, I was say about thirty-six. I'll 36, Google it. Since, uh, I'm guessing. I'll Google it since Google Man isn't here. Yeah, where's Google Man? Google Man? Crickets? Anybody? Crickets? <laughs> no? uh, hold on, let me see here. <laughs> uh, average. Average. Well, I just I just checked my pay stub for what I will be getting paid on Thursday, and my work forgot to put in my hours, so I'm getting not paid this week. Oh, cool. Hey, that's not bad. That's so awesome. Did you forget <laughs> to put your timesheet in? No, nope, my timesheet's in, and I got oh, the auto reply. Thank you for your timesheet. So it so, says it says here that according to their latest numbers in January 2018, the average Canadian salary is 26.83 an hour, or 55,806 dollars and 40 cents a that's year a lot. based that's on a, a 40 lot. hour work week of course that's an average right yeah well, that's, that's a lot, lot. That's, that's a lot high. higher i thought that was ontario was 55 uh, it just oh gotta go on the statistics I, I, it was just the, the first thing yeah, i googled Canada. What's what's the middle class? So the middle class, the report defines the middle class as seventy five to one hundred percent of you. What's this? So the middle class range is from twenty nine thousand four hundred to fifty eight thousand six hundred. What's the next class? Turns out I'm not middle class. I'm not middle class anymore <laughs> either. <apparently>. Turns out. <laughs> what's uh, the next class? <laughs> uh, is that the Canadian classes or are those U.S. classes? Because if you ask me in the U.S., I'd make, like, nothing. That's Canada. <laughs> so I got shot 30% off. It's So if you make over 80 grand, it's 50, or if you make 80 grand, it's 50% more than the average Canadian makes. That's a lot of money when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, so that's... Uh, so what, what's, guess you're, like, what's that category, though? Or is there no category? Is it blue-collar, or is it fucking... Let me blue see. collar higher than middle class or blue collar middle class? Uh, I thought blue collar was oh, so trades. So I found that's the a good median that's a good after tax, the median after tax family income. So households, okay, is fifty eight, fifty nine thousand. Oh, that's a household after tax. Oh, after tax. I don't know what that after tax is. We'll chop off forty percent. Yeah. <laughs> So you're making ninety k. So it's about fifty five then, I guess. Fifty, yeah. not even. I think average household is probably about, a, uh, yeah, I'd say eighty. That's what I would guess. Household? So this one's different. Household. 
Yeah, so it's saying so 92,000. It's yeah. saying uh, 35,000 to 75,000 is low middle class, and 100,000 or more is upper middle class. 100,000 or more? It's upper middle class. Oh per God. person or per household? I think that's... Ooh, that's a good question. Is it not stay there? You know what? It doesn't. Oh, and that's America. Which income class are you? Here we go. Here we go. Is this .ca? No, it's not. I'll just top 30% off yours. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, these are good questions, though. Income yeah. class Canada. The problem is that how much they take in taxes. That's my it's issue. It's fucked. It's not good. <laughs> it's fucked. It's too much. It is. I'm, like, the other thing, too, is going from making, like... Okay, so that must be... Less, like, going from making, like, $20,000 a year working part-time to, like, this year, which is my full first year with a company. It adds up. Full-time. It's nice. And you're, like, you're making decent money. It's, like, fucked how much money you pay. Especially living at it's home. It's fucked. And- that kind of stuff. It, it, it it's nice. You get to save a lot quicker. It's You'll true. never once you buy a house, never have money again. <laughs> Why do you think I'm, I'm spending all my I'm, money now? Till I'm guessing you're forty, <laughs> right? I'm hoping when you hit the forties, it's going to be a lot better. That's what I'm hoping for, but we'll see. I probably just don't want to work anymore, and I'll go in one, <laughs> once a week and be like, "Yeah, it's good enough." <laughs> see if I can clear five hundred this week <laughs> with the least amount of work. There you go. That'd be the goal. <laughs> uh, doesn't make any sense. So I'm thinking that this one here uh, is is after tax is what I think this this chart is showing me. So it's saying that the bottom twenty percent for an individual, so that's like I think that's like poverty level probably. Oh, maybe not. Is zero to eighteen thousand as an individual or a combined income of thirty eight thousand. Is uh is bottom? That's what uh, taxes. That's yeah. that's what taxes. It can't be because the highest twenty percent is fifty five thousand. So yeah. Th- that, though that would be that would be take home. Fifty thousand take per person. Yeah. Yeah, be, but that category would be just high. But then you're combined. If you're not high twenty percent, if you're combined is one hundred twenty five thousand. That's what it's saying there. I, that must be take home. That's got to be when you, you break in. When you break when home. you take your forty percent off the top. Yeah, that, that, that's that's got to be taxes. Home. But is that government? Is that U.S. or is that? That's Canada. I typed in Canada. Yeah. Did you not just go to the stats? That'd be the best place to go. Oh, some big news too, guys. My, big news. Uh, my packout radio got shipped today. Oh yeah. So I, three I days. Saw they had that. Yeah. I, I'm pretty fucking excited. That pre-order has just been way too long and. I've been kind of a little antsy here. I was debating to call them. <laughs> so uh, yeah, get, I, get it to me sooner. <laughs> I saw a picture from the company you bought it from uh, that they received them today. So yeah, I was I was gonna text you ask ask if they shipped. Yeah, it, I got but. an email first thing this morning saying they're in. It's being shipped. It's like yes, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, America. Yeah, I, I can't find yeah. it. It's fucking stupid. Uh, income like I just typed in income class Canada. It's being a pain in the butt because that doesn't make any sense. 
Who knows? Okay. Okay, so I think this this much this must be it. You know what? Nope. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I would imagine that the average Canadian I think oh, here, here. I got something. It just sounds like fun to read. So it says here, uh what is the top ten percent income in Canada? Top ten percent of Canadians have incomes over eighty thousand. Okay. Wow. And then uh so let's hear top ten percent of Canadians made an average income of a hundred and thirty eight thousand. The top five percent, one third more, hundred and eighty thousand. Right? And the top one percent almost tripled that amount at three hundred and eighty one thousand. Hmm. Meanwhile, like the bottom ninety percent had an average income of twenty eight thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Which is minimum wage, isn't it? That's tough. So that's tough. Anyway, I've been really busy lately too. Yeah, you have been. Been doing like You've been doing a big show, haven't you? Yeah, we've been... Uh, or tour slash? Well, uh, it's just a big show, but um, we're there for... I've been there for f- five weeks now, which yeah. is, like, super long when you, couldn't, when you think about a show. Um, but, yeah, we're doing this big, uh, big light festival in Toronto. So, um, you know, ordering stupid amounts of cable and... You know, hundreds of thousands of lights and millions wow. of LEDs. It's just That's all right. It's it, money's money, right? If the money's LED. still green. So I had this conversation with somebody the other day, and they were like, "Well, you didn't really get into this business to like put on Chris, like to hang Christmas lights and blah blah blah." And I was like, "Dude, the mon- this show pays really well. First off, like it's a it's close it's a to long home. run. It's a long run of shows that pay long days." And so I get a decent, like I get a good day rate or whatever for a long time consecutively. And that's sometimes hard to come by. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm making decent coin and then I can make a ton of money now and then get back into what I got into this industry for when I'm done. And it's still like in my field. So I'm still happy. You guys want a drink? Yes, sir. Oh, I'll have a drink. What are, we, uh, what are we having there, bud? Well, we're having Gibson's Finest. It's a Canadian whiskey. If there's any Americans that... no oh dear. If there's any Americans that listen, yeah, it's a Canadian whiskey. It's not very good. Um, <laughs> That's pretty, why we're cutting it with Coke. It's pretty average, <laughs> so we're going to cut her with some Coke, I think. There you go. Oh, that was a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be mine. But I... Uh, so, Steve, you might be interested in this. I did a, I did a tally at the end of my... Uh, like my pull sheet for the shop and uh, i had to get the shop to get bring me eighty-eight thousand feet of cable i love it I love a lot it. of cable oh yeah of course it's, it's eighty-eight thousand feet 16 miles or 27 kilometers so it's one length though no it's like all oh, the different all the different, different jackets and cables combined and yeah it's eighty-eight thousand feet that's pretty cool it's a lot of cable that's pretty cool yeah I just pulled actually. I'm talking about cable. Pull, yeah. uh, I've been doing medium voltage, so fifteen thousand volt cable. Oh, medium voltage, yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah so. totally. 
totally medium voltage. It's actually a category medium voltage. Is it, is it 15,000 or 1340? It's technically 13.8. Yeah. It's 12 so is there, something to to whatever. Yeah, there's That's a, what you'll actually measure is like 12 something. I think it's 12.8 or 12.7. Maybe 12.6. I can't remember off the top of my head. I haven't measured it yet, so. <laughs> you really know if you need more whiskey, gentlemen. But when I was looking at that. Thank you, sir. Right, so I put a bit much in mine. <laughs> Fuck it, reeks, man. Forget. Smell, it smells like Gibson's. You need a little bit more there, Hoss. Gibson's finest. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah I accidentally good. put too much in mine, but it tastes pretty good. So we're gonna yeah, go with it. There you go. <laughs> so I can live with that. I haven't had one of these forever. What's the longest cable pull you've ever done? Like single pull. Mm, lengthwise linear feet you're talking about or mm. meters or whatever yeah but like pull in what, in what what do you what's your designation of pull like pull through the ground or pull through a wall like, cable or through conduit conduit. Like pull conduit yeah i would say probably close to two thousand feet yeah probably the Jesus. longest so yeah so we two thousand feet yeah in one like one shot yeah Get with like some oh, 50s with... or something like that or so we we like did big wires like that yeah so the Using three of them hand, right? with a tugger and all yeah. that. Oh yeah, the longest. I'm pulling it by hand. Oh, Jesus, the fuck, longest that's a cable. Maybe a lot of soap. <laughs> a lot, a lot of, of horse cum. <laughs> <laughs> longest cable pull I've done was I think ah. like six or seven hundred meters. I would think you have the most because wow. you're on the ground, right? Yeah. What is that? So yours. Well, it'll be whatever that is times three. At least three, yeah. 21. So it's like 2,100 feet. Oh, yeah, 2,100 feet. Yeah, so yeah. pretty close. Yeah. Nice. So that was the longest one I've done. We've done we've done longer, but that was just the longest one that I've done. Yeah. And that was through the ground, like a bunch of 90s. And so it, it's a pain in the ass because, like, sometimes it's a straight pull, and sometimes you're yeah. looping it up through stuff and coming back down and going through shit. But, yeah, so it's about the same as you, but 2,300. Yeah, 2, I'd say my feet. average pulls for my distribution work – it's going to be somewhere close to that 500 foot marker ballpark uh, and let's say 500 to a thousand feet that's ballpark for distribution work and then uh once you get into like that small branch wiring stuff it's within 200 feet typically 300 feet max mm-hmm. usually because the wiring is gonna need right. to start moving up wire sizes quite a bit and that kind of stuff right even right. with the distribution work too but it's just uh you upsize the wire so it's yeah, rated yeah. so you don't have voltage drop da, da, da. right so speaking of pulling cable this one time i was downtown toronto it was like lee avenue and uh queen street and there was a um a, like a cabinet that we were tri- that was going there's a manhole that's right in the middle of an intersection in lee, on lee avenue and there's like a, an above ground cabinet that goes down into a structure that goes into that manhole and so we were in that and we were rotting trying to find out what uh what duct went back there because you know they, they go different ways yeah. and we had found existing we were able to eliminate a drill shot so we didn't have to pull four inch or anything like that and we actually got the cable from the two poles we had to pick up cable at two different poles and bring them back to this uh this like splice point which is it's like the cabinet above ground and yeah. then it was supposed to loop through that and then go into the manhole which is 25 feet away so i'm rotting and i'm just throwing this rotter in and i'm like it's gotta be there I was like, what the hell? Like, I, I've probably put... It's got to be... I'm like, are you sure it's not there? They're like, yeah. So I stop, and I I walk over, and then I look into the manhole, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I've probably put, like, 40 or 50 feet in just because I thought maybe it got fucked yeah. up or whatever. And, you know, you're kind of just yeah. throwing it in. Like, it's got to be there. I'm like, do you guys hear anything? They're like, no. And I'm standing in the middle of Lee Avenue, 
and I put my head up and looked down towards Queen Street, and the rotters just coiled down the street. <laughs> it freaking came out of some guy's garden and just sent it down the road. And I'm just like, ha, ha. Pull back. <laughs> Ran back, like pulled it back, right? And it's just like a with fiberglass line yeah. that just kind of goes through, right? But pulled it back. I was like, holy shit. Could you imagine some fucking kid yeah. walking down the street? Poof. Yeah, I that... actually got a rotter on my site. Do you have like a coil one? Yeah. Aren't they sick? Mm-hmm. They're nice. Better than having to screw them together and send 10 feet in and screw them together. And send oh, those 10 are in. fish sticks. No, we don't use that as much. Oh, I thought that's you said that's what, uh, oh, okay. We use uh, fish tapes, which is basically like a rotter, but it's handheld. Yep. It's yep. only I know 200 what feet, yep. right? So yep. that's what we typically use between steel or fiberglass mm-hmm. or they have the new twisted stuff. Those rotters are nice. You know, here's a, here's a, pr- a pro tip. So what you can do... Is if you're ever rotting through something and, and it's being a pain in the ass, you can tape a little like like a little almost like a bubble on the end or even like a little taper on the end and just dip it and like put a rag in there and like dip it in horse cum and mm-hmm. just send it through. Oh yeah. Sometimes and they also sell ones that have like fingers or balls on the end that will actually help guide it through, yeah. which That's is kind of right. or you can get a sond on the end. Yep. So you can send it through, and then you can locate and see where it is. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that's so really nice. An attachment. So, so on, that yeah. will be for instances where like you're rotting, and there's a blockage, and you and just say you're, it's for for us, it's typically yeah, it's, in the outside. So yeah. it'll be under a road, in a sidewalk, in a lawn, or something yeah, like that. So like we'll rot it, and we don't know where we're getting blocked, and we're hoping that it goes that way, but because there's structures that Y and T and whatever, mm-hmm. right? So you just get the sonder on the end. You just go, boop, 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 boop. oh, look at that. It's right there. And then you know exactly where your blockage is. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So it can and be And you Then you dig, open it up. But three shit. years ago, we were a military trail in Kingston Road. And we had a blockage and we rotted it. And we found it. It was the middle of the wintertime. We dug down, cleared the blockage, sent the rotter through, got blocked again. Dug down, found the blockage, fixed it. And it was all old asbestos pipe. It was all collapsed. It had probably been there since the 60s mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. We dug three pits for blockages, and we told them that that was what happened. And they told us to, like, dig another pit, dig another pit. By the third pit, they're like, shut it fucking down. They're like, how long did you run? It was about 300 meters. They're like, shut it down. <laughs> We're not digging more pits. We'll figure it. We'll drill a shot in the yeah. spring. <laughs> and I was like, fair enough. <laughs> After, like, two, I would have been, yeah, that's kind of done. They just kept telling me to dig, and I was like, okay. <laughs> hey, that's it. You don't make those calls. No, I don't. I just keep getting paid. That's it. Do you drill? Do you still drill the same like is it easier or harder to drill in the snow so in the winter time it's it's the frost that'll get you and the problem with the frost is that depending on how far down the frost goes it can actually really it's it's tougher because picture frost like like an interlock driveway right right and so you're ripping through that and if you hit a low piece of frost or something that it just blows it up so it'd be like drilling shallow underneath an interlock interlock driveway it can just buckle right Mm -hmm. right so when you're drilling in the winter time if you hit that frost line, sometimes you just blow out of the ground. It's bang, 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 and you're just blowing out, depending on, you know, yeah, certain yeah. scenarios. But if you can get below the frost line, you're in good shape. But just say the frost goes really deep or something, or they've only dug the pit so far, your hookups too. So if you haven't hooked stuff up, if you're down four feet, you risk hitting water lines. You're also crossing stuff deeper than your pits are going, so they're going to have to dig deep pits. Yeah. And it's also harder for you to have to hook anything up if you have to. Right. So it's kind does of it, does does the does like if there's like a foot of snow on the on the lawn does that fuck with your 
Locator? No, and sometimes that's actually better for us because snow acts as an insulator, right? Right. So the more snow you have, sometimes you'll have less frost. Yep, which makes sense. Right? So just say you got a huge dumping of snow. Just say like all yeah. of a sudden, you know, but just say it was like, you know, zero. But yeah. you got a fuck ton of snow. Just say you got like a foot of snow. And then it dropped to like minus 10 and it was minus 10 for a couple of days. You could go there and have minimal frost. Right. Because that snow has acted as an insulator toward you know that kind right. of stuff so that's kind of good as far as a locate box is concerned if i was to set it on a pile of snow if the snow was a foot i would just calculate that in my head but i would just probably just shovel the snow out of the way oh, okay so we can go you can go pretty far i think i forget how far we can go we can go like 25 30 feet or something oh, maybe wow. maybe more like down uh, away oh, okay. from from where the drill head is so just say i was drilling through a neighborhood what you can typically do unless you have crossings that's in the boulevard or in that grass band you could just go driveway to driveway yeah. And then you're not really dealing with the yeah, snow that's right. and all that's that good, shit. That's good. But if you're dr- you know what it, it, it's all it's all variables. But yeah, it it can be a pain in the ass and it's a lot tougher too cuz you have to do a lot of winterizing work, right? So uh little known secret about the drilling world. Um it's not really f- safe to put antifreeze anywhere. Really? But you got to antifreeze your drill at the end of every day. Mm-hmm. So I just antifreeze it in the last pit. Blow antifreeze in the ground. Yeah. And- that was not on this. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's how they do it. Like, how else? Environment we're, we're, Canada's coming <laughs> out. Environment Canada comes Stamp out. Stamp a fucking big stick, stick it on you. But that, that's that's what they do because you got to antifreeze your pumps. You got Because it, it's a pump freezes. That's like a $15,000 part. Yeah. Right. Right. And then it's boned. So, and so our, our actual, our drill head system has like a, a beacon in it. They call it a sonde. And that whole system can be anywhere from 18 to like $25,000, depending on how much stuff is paired so, with. So and my question big. is, so when the drill's operating, what pulls out the excess material? So it doesn't actually work it, like that. So you think it would, but it doesn't actually work like that. just forces it out of the way. No. So we actually mix mud. Right, so you're mixing stuff into your water tank that you're blasting through. So we have stuff that lubricates what we pull back as well as solidifies that hole. So it so kind of just pushes it out of the way. And you're just forcing. So when yeah. I'm drilling, so say I'm at two feet down, I'm pushing that stuff out of the way, and my water is actually helping it stay there because my water is mixed with whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever the ground conditions will be is whatever I'll mix the water with. Yeah, but now you have rods to form. And then as it dries, yep, it's going to come back when you pull through. Nope. You're not running water when you pull through, pull back. 100% you? you are. Oh. Yep, you are. Because you're drilling through, you're helping solidify that hole. Your rods are sitting there, which is helping it make that hole harder, mm-hmm. helping it maintain. And then when you're pulling back, you're lubricating those pipes while your water's pissing out, right? It's helping lubricate those pipes so that when you are pulling back, you're not just pulling back dry friction pipe on right. top of on top of like dry dirt so it's actually pulling so if you were to if you were to put your hand in like an average mix so if you were to put my hand your hand in my in my mixing tank you'd pull it out and it would be uh it would be like watery cum (laughs) is the best way to describe it okay it would it wouldn't be like like you know like snot but it'd be like more like viscous i guess it'd be like water more watery cum and that's what would help it it would be it wouldn't be as horse cummy as horse cum is yeah. it'd be watered down and that's what actually helps you pull that back through the ground but then we have we have bigger stuff too so for instance i run a a five inch duck bill on my on my uh on my drill 
as an average thing. They have rock bits, they have shale bits, yeah. they have all kinds right. of different bits, right? Right, but I, that's what I average. So when I'm pulling back, if I'm pulling back anything greater than five inches, I put a reamer on. So you have your six inch reamer, your eight inch reamer, your 12 inch yeah. reamer. Depending on how big your yeah. drill is, you can go up to huge reamers, you know. And uh, that actually acts like a big auger that so i'll drill out and then i'll pull and i'll attach that and i'll pull that back and it will create a bigger borehole so if you're pulling like say like three threes or you know well, two fours my question is where's all that excess material go? gets pushed out of the way it just gets pushed up so tell you're gonna have a a growth on the, the no because you're deep enough you're well, deep enough it doesn't matter it. no because you gotta so that stuff that's been that's there right so have you ever stepped in your backyard when it's wet and your foot goes down yeah so it's it's all breathable it's all breathable yeah. room right so if you're down two feet the foot of, or if you're down two and a half feet the eight inches above that is going to be affected but it's going to dissipate as it goes right yeah. so you're not going to see any difference yeah, but when if I'm you're feeling... putting in like a 12 inch reamer then you go right? deeper Oh, you're, right. you yeah. are deep. Yeah, so I, I'm not going to pull a 12-inch reamer back at 2 foot 8. Oh, okay. no. Right, I'm, I'm not going to pull it back. I'm going to have to go deeper because all of my services that are going to be there are going to average anywhere from 2 to 3 feet below the surface, mm. right? So if I... Fuck, right? Holy. You're popular. popular. You don't know. It's not. It's my freaking family has a group chat and it's annoying as shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Boyle. Oh my gosh. Um, so anyway, yeah. So if you're if you're pulling back, say a twelve inch reamer, you're going to be going underneath most of your utilities, right? Because you're going to have average gas surfaces anywhere from three. I've seen ga three feet. I've seen gas surfaces at nine inches. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Right. So you're going to go below most things. Mm -hmm. Right. But you you thread the needle. Yeah. Right. Like you know, like yeah. I've I've done this. This isn't mind blowing at all. But like you know, you cross something at three feet, have to go up and and go underneath something at two feet and then go above something at like two foot eight like it's yeah just picture it like you drill it picture it like uh there was a there's a game out where you you used to have to like fly a ship through like like a it was like a cylinder and there was all kinds of stuff that you had to dodge and stuff like yeah. that just picture it like that but that's all it is so it's kind of neat that way it's a pretty cool technology but yeah like, yeah it's all kinds of different stuff it helps solidify holes some stuff helps the water escape so you don't pull back a huge puddle of water Mm -hmm. right and you have to dig relief pits too so if, I, if i'm just racking out say 120 meters right and i piss water all the way through and i'm pulling back three threes i'm gonna pull back a fuck ton of water and i'm probably gonna frack out so that's why you'll see sometimes on stuff like that depending on what the ground is and depending on how good your mix is and stuff like that people will dig relief pits for the water to actually go and pool hmm. as opposed to it just pissing out the back. Right, yeah. right so it's kind of a it's kind of a neat thing but but do you dig, do you dig the relief pit once the drills at the end? No, nope, you can dig it right away. Watch me blow right through it, or you can dig it while I'm drilling. It doesn't right. matter. That's not advisable, but you can do that. Right. right? <laughs> I just have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 kind of a neat thing, and they they have like super huge drills that that will pull back like you know like 10 20 foot pipes like in the states and stuff like that. Even up here in Fort McMurray, like they'll they'll drill kilometers. Yeah, like right. they'll, they'll drill kilometers at a time and then they'll pull that stuff back so it's kind of neat so what we do as far as drilling is concerned in the grand scheme of things is fairly minuscule Small that's what part. i was wondering like some of this other stuff like how far do you shoot like as long as like straight shot so you've it, done so far and then you're with these guys. 180 meters straight straight well, is that rock, is that your entire yeah. rack though no my entire rack is about 120 plus my starter rod which will give me like 130 oh, okay 
So then you're stealing it off of someone else's drill. So drills, those drills are actually designed to be able to, to, to do two full rack outs. Yeah. So I'm able to, do, I'm, my drill is actually designed to run optimally at about 250, 240, yeah. right? But that's if there is another rack of rods. That's if we're doing, so typically we, because that's, that's a lot of work to yeah. be able to take yeah, my yeah. rack off, put another one on, or bomb rods in, right? Bomb another, yeah. uh, so bomb another 40 rods in. It's quite a bit of work. Yeah. And then I have to take them all out again, right? So typically what we try and do is you set up everything to work around that 120 mark. Yeah. Of course. And that's the way that is they design their plans, and that's the way that the supervisors that are on the site try and do it. But yeah, like my drill, I could do two hundred forty. But what you got to keep in mind is, is like the rods that they're metal, right? And a lot of people forget that metal actually moves, it flexes, it bends, right? So when I'm spinning at two hundred revolutions per minute at my sub with my sub saber, which is what threads onto my rod, right. if I'm two hundred and forty feet out, I'm spinning at two hundred here. My, my drill head down there might only spin it, be spinning at 10 because mm-hmm. there's so much torque right. on those rods. It actually makes it a lot more difficult to be able to do your job properly because... You're more likely to snap. You well, ever have that a too, snot? Yeah, not on this big... Not on the bigger drill. So we're using bigger rods. I, I, I operate a bigger drill. For those of you that know, it's a Vermeer 2330 and it runs on 2440 rods. And so they're about... I think they're about three inches, I think, if I remember right. I'll probably get crucified. But yeah, probably about three inch, three inch thick rods, maybe a little bit bigger. And so they i haven't broken any of those yet you can break them 100 yeah. right it's not impossible right. we used to run a smaller smaller ones are 2022s and they're a little bit smaller than the than the than the, the drill that i'm on and yeah you if, if you have too much rod exposed when you're poking in they can snap if you're going around corners you can bend them and they come back like a propeller so all of a sudden <laughs> you're drilling in like a one and a half two inch rod and it's coming back carving a hole that's three feet around and you're like because you drilled around corners but believe it or not you can yeah you can drill with the metal rods that my, my rods are like i think they're 80 or 100 pounds and you can make bends like you could i couldn't drill a full cul-de-sac but i've, I've made decent bends with mine right right so yeah it's, it's a kind of a neat technology but that's what makes it difficult because you steer with a clock so i have a dartboard yeah. with a circle and that circle has a little arrow on it and obviously if you're in the middle of the the crosshairs you're on target but then you have your percents to deal with. So, you know, you want, if you're trying to drill level, you're at zero, right? And then if you're, you're going up, you're, you know, going plus. If you're going down, you're going negative. And it's maintaining your percentages at where you need to be, your depth, as well as your de- distance away from the box, as well as the heat and your water. You want to make sure you're pumping out the right amount of stuff, right? right? So it, it took a bit to, like, because you're, you're looking at a lot of stuff. You want to watch your pressures, too. You want to make sure that you're not just boom and you just blow up right right so it's a it's a it's a bit to deal with but uh just a little drill rant i guess here but it's, it's kind of fun it's, it's <laughs> no, a good yeah, time yeah. right because it's every time i pull into a neighborhood 90 percent of the neighborhoods like holy shit i've never seen this before this is kind of cool yeah and i'm just the like yeah it just, in the whole freaking sidewalk it though. just eliminates yeah. me from trenching across your driveway for sure so yeah you know what you might have a pit on your lawn but you could have a whole trench on your lawn and through your driveway and I don't care if it's stamped concrete. I don't care if it's interlock. I don't care if it's asphalt. It's getting mm-hmm. ripped out because nothing stops. Nothing halts infrastructure. No, exactly. <laughs> it's going in. Yeah. doesn't matter what you say. That's why on your house, there is private and there's public. And all the work I do, unless we are going in to do private jobs, all the majority of the work I do is on the public side. So anything that you don't like, take it up with your local MP. 
That was a little bit more ranting. <laughs> you know what? Though? Because you get people that don't know that guy. People come people out and like, get off my that. property. I'm like, I, okay. I understand that you might be a little upset. They're like trying to like hug the trunk of the back truck. You're not allowed to be here. Get off my property. It's like, okay, ma'am, I understand your frustration. Fuck. Here you go. I'm going to do something for you. And I'll go on the curb and I look at my plans and I measure up and I put a dot and I say, you own from here up. And she's like, I maintain that lawn. I said, yes, you do. And that's a deal you made with the city when you bought this home that you will maintain that lawn. She's like, well, I just won't cut it if it's not mine. I said, that is 100% within your right. The city will come and cut it when it reaches one foot six and they'll send you a bill for 500 bucks. And she's like, uh, or he's like, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? So people actually don't know that. And so for older neighborhoods, it's usually where your water box is. So if you're on public water, where your water box is up is yours and where it is down to the curb isn't yours. Why, why the water typically box? just because that was just where they installed it yeah that was just typically where so you know what your water shut off valve right yeah. in, in your driveway or yeah, whatever yeah. that's just pretty typical of yeah, where the valve is technically on public property it's the dividing line oh it's the dividing line typically not all the time mm-hmm. but they also stopped putting in putting it in sidewalk bays which is what they used to because when people go and rip out a sidewalk bay they fuck up the friggin Stuff, right, yeah, so they started right. putting it other. So that's what eliminated it from being property line now, because you can, as a general rule, you can run off of it, but it's not always the case. Yeah, but I thought sidewalk had to be on technically public public property. Right? It, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't, right? Oh. And so that's just like us. So sometimes we have to do private stuff. So our service wires are always going to be on private property because they're going yeah. into your house, mm-hmm. right? But we have to go do it. So it kind of depends again on on but that, that's going to be on but, the owner though at the yep. day, the house. Yep. If they yep. want, let's say that service, mm-hmm. they're gonna be okay. Well, Bell or whoever, whoever. it is, yep. we want the service routers, whatever it is. Yep. We're gonna feed you a conduit there. And yep. We're gonna come in. Da, da, da. And for those of for those people that don't want a service, they usually get a box on their lawn. So that's why I always try to encourage people just just say yes. Yeah. Just say yes. It's better because then you don't get a box on your lawn. It's better. Yeah, it's a T point. But that's, that's it, all it is. It's typical. It's typically your water box is going to be your. Your, your property line typically yeah. not all the time but typically so that's a good thing but for you you're on well you're on well water but that's another thing there's i a- don't know where it is is it typically eight feet still even with a ditch there i don't know i have to go look on my what your your well no, no where my property, where line, property line is oh you, you never know you have to look on your survey yeah you don't own the poles no i know i don't own the poles. so but hey you laugh but sometimes that happened my, my buddy he has power going coming from a pole going down his property on his driveway and cutting across and going to his neighbor's barn. Hydro poles, right? So he so went... he owns technically the pole. So he went and complained and then he's like, to Hydro One, he's like, get these poles. They're feeding my neighbor's property. I want them gone. They're like, it's not our problem. They're private poles. They're your poles. He's like, well, I'm going to cut them down then. He's like, yeah, well, we'll bill you for our service, which is which are on those poles if you cut them down. Right? So there's shitty shit like that too that happens right where it's like that there is a lot of gray area stuff yeah like a lot like it's like we don't own the pool but we own the service that's on the pool and if you fuck with it we're gonna bill you you know what i mean so but i'm like i mean in that scenario if it's not feeding his house your buddy doesn't give a shit there's no power there like i know right i'll just pay the fucking bill it's not my fucking (laughs) power but 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 here's the thing damaging a public utility is 
really really bad so if you just say lightning hit it yeah i know so so just say (laughs) so just say for us just say someone in my company if they hit a fire hydrant it can be up to fifty thousand. i know it can be up to fifty thousand dollar fine and up to a year in jail if you hit while you're drilling or just drive into it oh okay or if i drill into it (laughs) or if or if you drill into it yeah i I, I thought you were talking about drill yeah no 100 percent. that that too and that and that and they can fine you they can do it right so it's tough right that's why people that put in decks they hit gas lines all the time yeah or sorry fences you know throw in a fence and hit a gas line Psst, out it comes right that's scary <laughs> I that. first time i hit ever hit a gas the drillers hit a gas on my site i was down at the other end and i was like wow it's january and someone's barbecuing they really fucked up their propane driller walks up to me we hit the gas service i was like oh my fuck <laughs> <laughs> holy crap <laughs> so that's yeah, scary common misconception though you're not really gonna blow yourself up yeah, isn't that what somebody drove into the fire hydrant? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did I send you that video? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what happened there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who, and it wasn't for the people that I work for, but someone hit a fire hydrant. That's funny. On some random road. It was pretty hardcore. Oh, so you watched some freaking porno uh, bloopers, Jake? Did I tell you guys that? What? No. Oh, yeah, so... Um, Steve sent that video in the Facebook chat of which like which one was it? This which one? which one? That, no, that one. I think it might have been that one. Well, wait for it. It's the first thing. It's a porn star. You gonna watch it? I watched it. Yeah, I watched it. Oh, that's Brady. <laughs> right. So I was sitting there and I was just like, well, if that's a thing, porno bloopers must be a thing. And so I was watching them and I was talking with Sarah and I was just like. This is ridiculous. <laughs> people farting, people burping, <laughs> people coming early, and the girl's just like a hundred percent disappointed. Yeah, like the guy's like, "Oh no," and she's just like, "Well, fuck." <laughs> yeah, pretty shitty. <laughs> oh, they're workers. It takes practice, okay? Not everybody can fuck like that. That's right. They are actors. <laughs> At the end of the day. <laughs> They're actors. You should treat them as such. They are not objects. Don't they have like some kind of Emmy or something like that? They have the AVN Awards. Yeah, there you go. See? Good for them. Good for them. You know what? If you're proud to suck dick right on. (laughs) Man or woman. You know what what I always say? Whatever pays the bills. (laughs) And if that's what pays the bills for you, then... Apparently you can make a kill on doing it too. As a guy, though, do you think you can? I know I couldn't. I don't nearly have the length. <laughs> small cock, small cock. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'd be in the porno bloopers. <laughs> Undoes the pants. I'm oh. <laughs> she looks over at Tony, the the mm. director. What the fuck is this? <laughs> looks over at Tony the Mountain. Get over here. <laughs> Yeah, you Get know this small cock out of my face. This is an embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. that's the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Three's enough. <laughs> yeah. What was it? I always used to say girls don't fill anything past three and a half inches. So if you're three, if you're four, you're oversized. Oversized. That was three. And it's, it's not they don't feel anything. They don't feel pleasure past well, three and a half. Yeah, it's the same, right? No. (laughs) But okay. (laughs) 
Ten four. Is it pain after that? I'm gonna go with the pain. It's heart palpitations after. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, are we blue collar workers? <laughs> oh god. Just sit around drinking out of red solo cups on a friggin' Tuesday afternoon. I'm empty. <laughs> or Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need some more? Or are you gonna eat that cup? You want another one, buddy? Yeah, I'll have another one. Thanks <laughs> for driving me home, right? You didn't drive? No. Turns out, turns out, <laughs> turns out, Steve could have been drinking the whole night. What was I doing? Maybe there's something wrong here. I'm gonna sleep good tonight. Maybe a little bit more then. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that you weren't driving. Well, you better pour yourself another one. Then. I'm almost done mine. Well, just chug her and pour yourself one with me. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> so it was Sunday, and uh, I don't typically get a lot of time to play games like how i used to and uh i wasn't doing anything my wife was just watching like the women's network all the christmas movies and wasn't really into it so i decided to play call of duty and i found myself i was about four and a half beers deep and it was 11 o'clock nice i was pretty pumped up in the morning yeah Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you came over for dinner afterwards. Did I? Like, I, was already, I was already four in the bag, See, that, man. That was a bad night. I drove home. <laughs> After the bottle of wine that we yeah. finished? I mean, I might have one more glass than you, but because I finished off another bottle on top of it. There you go. I had five beers before I came It was over. My, my finishing the bottle because I was cooking with it. And it was like, oh, okay, well, there's still a quarter of this bottle left. I might as well just finish it off. Buddy, I had five, six beer before I came over. That's impressive. It worked out. We made it. Yeah. <laughs> glory Road. The worst thing. The good old Glory Road. I think we had, what, we had, what, two beers while we were building your cabinet Oh, yeah, thing. I was drinking beers with him before <laughs> you showed up. What were you building? Uh, the oh, wardrobe, the, the yeah, yeah. Wardrobe. We actually, uh, speaking of the, the, that baby, uh, the baby room stuff, we actually had enough points on our Visa card to almost get like five hundred bucks to Home Depot. Fucking so it. it's gonna pay for ninety nice. percent, yeah. yeah, which is pretty pumped up. Wife doesn't want to do the Wayne Scott thing anymore. The Wayne Scott oh, thing. Oh gosh, she wants to do the checkerboard thing. No, she wants to do something else. Just like a feature wall with some trees or some shit on it. I don't really like know. Paint, painted with, feature wall with yeah, some, some furnace. Oh, it's a compressor. It's the auto shop I got running in the back. <laughs> Never know. you mind, carry on. <laughs> I was like, back to work, it's Jose. The, it's the chop shop. It's the chop shop. Did <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? Just <laughs> 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 what are you running out of your garage since we don't record in the garage anymore? <laughs> Never you mind, <laughs> carry on. <laughs> Don't ask questions. Back to work, Jose. <laughs> Gotta pay for a fucking nursery. Gotta pay for a kid somehow, and it sure as shit isn't going to be from directional drilling. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta steal cars and chop them up. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you guys know anyone with a 78 El Camino? <laughs> you really <laughs> use a couple parts. <laughs> you use a couple parts. <laughs> couple <laughs> you know just just the axles i'll leave the center blocks did i i forget was it with you that i had this uh i had this dr- i have this dream that i'm gonna win the lottery okay and i'm gonna move to like a gated community in like the bahamas where like all the celebrities live and i'm gonna buy like a 68 chevelle 
immediately put it up on cinder blocks and let it rust on my driveway and just <laughs> rust down the driveway. Lawnmower ride along dead in the grass where it ran Half out of gas. Yeah. Where and I'm just gonna wear a wife beat with yellow stains, crank French wrap out of my garage and just work out all day. Windows open, <laughs> cursing and swearing, work out all morning, drink all afternoon and evening, repeat. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live like where George Clooney and Oprah and all those clowns live and just do that. That'd be hilarious. That'd be so good. I'll make a TV show. <laughs> That's it. You can make it a TV show. Just, just crank French rap. I want people to come over and tell me to stop. <laughs> and then turn it up. <laughs> and then just look at them and be like, do you even lift, bro? Just <laughs> <laughs> be a huge puff monkey, too. Just in Barbados or Bahamas or like St. Lucia. I'll, I'll be like that dirty womp next door. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy you the house next door. You'll get a fountain installed and big lions at the gate. <laughs> We'll have some shady shit too. Yeah. We'll just, they'll, they'll always be like little uh, brown packages getting delivered here. <laughs> it's just the first kilo. Don't worry about it. Playing fetch outside <laughs> with a freaking big uh, block of coke. <laughs> you have like two big Rottweilers that you walk around holding chains. <laughs> chains for leashes like it's not even like a leash it's like a big chain with two inch links yeah like two yeah. inch links you're just like walking down the road spiked collars you're just drooling and come over and say hi let the dogs you're just in the garage working out just cranking beers see this is my goal i want to do this because fuck everyone that's rich they try to make them miserable them and all their pretentious fucking you know homes away from homes i want to go be an asshole to those guys <laughs> <laughs> not because i hate them but because i think it would make good tv good tv i think would <laughs> i would watch it <laughs> jake and his adventures just french rap cranked just lifting <laughs> in the garage 68 chevelle rusting on cinder blocks <laughs> beverly hills baby <laughs> Just yell at your wife in um in some foreign Russian. Learn Russian just so you can yell <laughs> at one another. Your wife, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of Toolbox Talk. If you guys weren't here, we'd just be here talking to ourselves. Links for everything will be on our social media at the real Toolbox Talk on Facebook and Instagram. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, cries of anguish, or suggestions for future topics, be sure to hit us up. We air episodes every Tuesday on the Tuesdays and nothing but the Tuesday. Don't do anything illegal, and if you do, don't get caught.